because it's been eating at me all week from both of you. Mm-hmm. Uh, during the midweek last week when we were talking about porn, mm-hmm. and you said something about Ken Bone. Oh, yeah. yeah. I'm sorry. Did, was that crossing uh, a line? No. You, on the other hand. Uh-oh. With the Ron Jeremy comment. <laughs> and I said, are you saying I look like Ron Jeremy? And you said, well, you are a rather large white man. So are you saying that all fat white men look alike? Only the ones with shaggy hair and beards and big, big dicks. <laughs> you do know that he's in jail. No way. Yeah. Oh, dude. What? Yeah, he's yeah, like for a sexual fucking assault. rapist. Yeah. God damn it, man. Yeah. yeah Fuck. Apparently he wasn't, now I getting, can't make he wasn't getting enough. What? Yeah. Yeah, apparently being a porn star. You know, a well-known God porn star. God damn it, man. He wasn't getting enough nookie, so what he had to go and... Shit. Also, Don't you did nookie. just call it nookie. Don't, Don't say, say that. I'm <laughs> sorry. I watched, I watched something the other day about uh, Limp Biscuit, and the, the song stuck in my head. But on that shit. note... Well, <laughs> sorry for comparing you to a terrible person. Yeah, that's all right. Well... I, I only cried like four times over the week. <laughs> You know, Cindy did call me a little bitch and say she was going to divorce me if I didn't straighten up. <laughs> so, well, I mean, don't be a little bitch then. <laughs> <laughs> and on that note, guys, welcome to our midweek uh, uh, corner cafe, uh, fucking, small town cafe gossip, whatever the fuck. Yeah, and it's uh, a lot of things. Yeah, we got a couple stories this week. We got three. Um, one of them is actually one of the the more like, uh, also, he's Don. I'm oh, yeah. Ruben, and the I'm other Josh. one is Josh. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody else figure out the fucking intro. <laughs> <laughs> you did it. There you Sweet. go. You are now introducing every episode. Ah, oh, damn it. Yep. yep. Congratulations. Super can't rely on me for that. <laughs> <laughs> That's why we need a whiteboard in here. Yeah. <laughs> like, I thought you were going to say a white boy. I was like, what? <laughs> no, I was just talking about how I'm so white that it's my last name. Yeah, I might change it to my Scottish clan name Which at some point. Is... More, you know, the saying. But it's M U I R. Saying that oh, you're white and saying you're going to switch it to your clan name—that's not much better. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it is with a C, not a K. So, <laughs> all right. So um, <laughs> I just got to make sure that my Scottish clan isn't like associated with some atrocity. <laughs> you like, look, you hey, see, they're a Scottish clan. Yeah. Well, you see your yeah, family but... crest is like three white hoods and a burning cross. <laughs> <laughs> Damn no, it. It's, no, it's not. It's a white guy. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have a family crest. My, my, even my white family was like poor. They don't have like a crest or anything like that from way back. I got one. I, uh, it's like blue and yellow. So anyway, I'm having a real bad week, followers, listeners of the midweek episode. So I am drinking... Sex. <laughs> um, by the ton. Jameson. No. The, no, no, no. Excuse me. Sexton. The Sexton Single Malt Irish Whiskey. Neat. Yeah. Just straight up. Out of... Out of a coffee cup with Snoopy on the front from, yeah, the, yeah, from the Halloween special. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I like coffee mugs. Yes, it's it's I saw a it's a combination that says I'm having a bad week or I'm a 1940s detective. Yeah, both, it's both, it's both. It it, you know really what? Honestly, I've been too. having a fucking noir week. Yeah. <laughs> yes, because it's literally. Oh my god, that's fucking wild that you said that. Truly, because 
Has somebody been following you around with a saxophone? No, but literally <laughs> me and Kelsey, Kelsey, whose name listeners should recognize by now, um, who works with me, literally we're talking about something. I can't remember, but it ended up in a noir playground where it was like <laughs> she was the she was the I was the detective just coming in and she was the dame with the games. Uh-huh. And we were just like building a scene <laughs> D&D Great. style where it was just like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then my character would come in like, I have a job for you. And I'd be like, <laughs> you can't afford me. <laughs> I've got a and bottle then of my week went to shit. So I'm drinking now. <laughs> All right. So we're going to get started here. Um, one of the episodes, or one of the episodes, uh, the first story is actually, if there was like a tier level of urban legends, this one would be like an S tier Oh, level. how really? do you not watch anime, but you know what an S tier is? Video games. <laughs> oh, fair. Yep. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. Uh, this one is probably well known, and all three of you may have heard it before. All three. But both of you. I'm. No, there's <laughs> three of us in here. <laughs> yeah, Capone's right here. Oh. And then also Don. Yeah. There's, but, two, uh, there's me, me, Josh, and there's a cat. Okay, so this is maybe this is what it is. It's called Three Men and a Ghost. This okay. sounds like a sitcom. Well, it does. Um, so ghost, 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 two and a half ghosts. Ghost, yes, ghost, thank ghost, you. Ghost, ghost. <laughs> so studio executives deny this story completely. Ghost. Uh, they insist that the scene in question was filmed on a set in Toronto, not in a New York City apartment. Now here's the story: the 1987 movie Three Men and a Baby was filmed in various locations in New York City. One scene involving Ted Danson and Celeste Holm takes place inside a New York apartment. Behind the actors is a window. And in the window, standing behind a sheer curtain, is the indistinct figure of a little boy. Strangely enough, no one spotted the mysterious figure when the movie was playing in the theaters, but thousands have seen it on videotape. It just reminds me of The the Wizard of Oz. Pete! (laughs) The little boy is wearing jeans and a t-shirt. He is absolutely motionless and leaning against the wall beside him is a rifle. At no time in the scene. It's a Red Rider BB gun. (laughs) He'll shoot his eye out. Yeah. Well, he kills himself. Nice. Good. Spoiler warning. (laughs) Appreciate that. At no time in the scene do Danson and Holm interact with the boy. They do not even seem aware that he is in the room with him. Nor does the little boy appear to at any other point in the movie. King of hide and seek this boy. (laughs) The cast and crew of Three Men and a Baby Thought were mystified. There's a story about him. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, they were mystified when they were shown the image on the videotape. And since the apartment was vacant when they rented it for the movie, they did not know who to turn to for a solution. Finally. The owner of the building? Yeah. Well, finally, the superintendent of the building. It was the, him who solved the mystery. No long, Not long before the movie was filmed there, he said, a little boy living in the apartment had accidentally shot and killed himself with his father's hunting rifle. His distraught parents could not bear to live in the place where their son had died, so they moved out of the apartment. I saw the parents yesterday, the super said. They came by to see me. They had just rented three men and a baby. And then he paused. That's their little boy in the movie. I have not heard that one. I have Surprise. heard various versions of that yeah. one. I, t- I feel like I've heard a version of that at some point, well, but it wasn't like about that movie specifically. I yeah, yeah, think. yeah. I've heard various versions of... The, the person who died in apartment for various reasons is in videotape. Yes. Parents had to move out or wife or husband or yes. whatever. And then they saw the picture and like, oh, my God, it's that's them. Timmy. Yeah. yeah. Well, uh, not to ruin the story, because that's not what we do here. 
but it has <laughs> long sure. since Never. it's long since been proven that what was in the the background uh-huh. was a cutout of Ted Danson because he plays an actor in the movie. Yeah, uh-huh. and it was an advertising cutout of his character that was just happened to be in that shot. Huh. Yeah. But, so much like the Wizard of Oz bit where it's uh-huh, not exactly. actually a munchkin that hanged themselves mm-hmm. in the background, only on some particular VHS copy of the movie. Yeah, it's, supposedly it's been digitally altered to be a bird now. The the Wizard of Oz thing, not Ted Danson. It was always a bird. You you lion sack. That's what the that's what the government <laughs> That's what NASA wants you yes. to think. I was going to say, yeah, we we never <laughs> do stories on this show just to ruin them. Just like last week when we did the the very hard-hitting, real journalistic perspective on the Flat Earth Society. Mm-hmm. <laughs> My favorite part, and I had to pause. I had to pause. I had to pause whenever I was editing. There was I can't remember now what we said, but we said something and all Ruben could do was just squeak. <laughs> there were a lot of moments He just went, like huh? <laughs> I did. I did. I was like, "What was that?" I don't. <laughs> My favorite thing about that too was when like news stations would cover the Flat Earth Society, and they would have to like go in and act like journalists. Yes, <laughs> and it's like really you. You and can you just make this that funny. Fucking clip of the dude talking about the gyroscope that they bought for like twenty fucking thousand dollars or some yeah. shit, and I was like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah." That guy. That guy who fucking. Bought scientific equipment from the people who he says are conspiring to <laughs> tell him the world is shaped different. What? Uh, what? What? Yeah, I, I just I'm we'll, we'll, oof. we can do another episode on it. At some oh, point. we probably could. I'm sure. Oh, there was enough. I could have made it a six part episode. <laughs> can always later on when we get better at it, we can have like a whole series. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Because I've noticed other podcasts like revisit episodes. Yeah, we we can totally they, revisit once we're yeah. rich and famous. <laughs> rich and <laughs> get get away with doing this for a living. Yes. All right. So the next pay episode, us on Patreon. <laughs> <laughs> so the next ep- uh, next episode. God bless the next story. That might as well be episodes, bud. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um. This is another kind of well known one. It's called the Well to Hell. Oh, fun. Oh, I believe I have heard mm-hmm. at least something similar to this yeah. one. Now, newspapers in Finland were the first to report this story as an actual event. From there, it spread around the world. Now, here's the story. Engineers working on the Kola Peninsula in Siberia were drilling a well searching for oil or natural gas. In addition, they found rare geological formations and even gold. Eager to discover what else they would well would yield they kept drilling there's gold in them wells this is an scp story already oh heard yeah after more than a year the well was about 1800 miles deep no it wasn't (laughs) nope it certainly (laughs) wasn't this isn't there is an scp that is remarkably similar to this might actually be it and somebody just changed it into an scp it's very possible i mean that's exactly how the first scp was born somebody stole the doctor who episode (laughs) What? So yeah, weeping angels. Really? That yes. was the first SCP. Huh. Yeah, uh, it was. It's largely credited with starting. But the it's whole oh, trend. is it the one that the game is based on? That if you blink, it gets closer. Yes. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. It, uh, yeah. it can only. It's it's completely frozen when being viewed. Right. But as soon as you blink, it's it has baby. lightning. Yeah, it looks speed. like a baby. It's that weird baby. One. No, it's a it's a weeping angel statue. Mm, the oh. one I've seen is like a baby looking creature. Yeah, the one I've heard of that as an SCP is like a weird clay baby doll. Yeah, but big. Really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
thought it was described. He cries blood sometimes, I think. Yeah. Nobody knows I why. I know it cries blood. I know that's true. Mm-hmm. I'll Google it later. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah, 1,800 miles deep is what the story says. Don't at me. I'm going to look it up. <laughs> right then now. one day, the drill bit suddenly began to rotate wildly. How deep can you dig on Earth? The deepest well is 17,000 miles. Okay, the deepest hole by far is the one on the Kola Peninsula in Russia near Murmansk, referred to as the Kola Well. It was drilled for research purposes beginning in 1970. After five years, it had reached seven kilometers or 23,000 feet. Okay. So not 1,800 miles. Yes. Nope. Okay. I just read the story. One day, the drill bit suddenly started to rotate wildly. Geologists and engineers felt a blast of searing heat gush out of the hole and thought that they heard faint sounds emanating from the well. They raised the drill and lowered temperature gauges to measure the heat at the bottom of the hole. It registered over twelve or 2,000 degrees Fahrenheit. 2,000 degrees Fahrenheit? Yes. Oh, you were supposed to say 2,000 degrees Fahrenheit again. Back at uh, me. 2,000 degrees Fahrenheit. That didn't. Okay. I'm sorry. <laughs> We've penetrated. Task failed successfully. <laughs> We've penetrated to the molten center of the earth. That's not Russian, is it? That was almost, I don't know what that almost was. Almost Irish? <laughs> Irish. Almost. Almost Irish. Not, not quite. But. Oh, it's after me lucky charms. Um, I know that's racist. Leave me alone. I mean, it wasn't, you didn't make it. You, you didn't, <laughs> you did not write that. Uh, okay, yeah, so we present penetrated to the molten center of the earth but that doesn't account for the sounds one of his colleagues said so they lowered highly sensitive microphones down the hole up from the well came the sounds of agonizing screams we haven't penetrated the earth's core the geologist said we've entered the gates of hell so um an alternate version of the story sets the story at an alaskan oil rig where 13 workers were killed when the devil came roaring out from hell Ooh. The devil himself makes an appearance. The whole devil? The whole devil. So I actually had started doing like a full Satan! Sorry. A full episode based on that story, and there just wasn't enough to do a full episode based on that story. So you know, I there can't There would be believe... if you included the SCP. Yeah, I really can't believe that we've done so many urban legends about weird wells and holes in the earth and stuff, and we haven't done anything that's close to the fucking the one where um, fuck me. Where it was like some researchers dug a hole. There was natural gas. They threw a torch, and it's still burning now. Oh yeah, that was one yeah. of the things I had was going to talk about in that episode, but it just wasn't enough for a yeah. full blown episode. That was Centralia, right? No, 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 no. no, no. Talking, it's, That's it's why in, I was uh, thinking of it though. Is oh. because it was in Ukraine. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. think it's like an actual. It looks like a hole, and the wall of the holes is on fire still to this day. Mm-hmm. Because they found, like, natural gas coming out of there. Yeah. They were going to, like, spelunk, I guess. Uh-huh. And they... Um, I love that word. That's a good word, right? a good word. Spelunk. And so it was back in, like, the... Sometime when they thought that they could make the gas go away by burning it with a match. Yeah. And somebody oh, struck a match, yeah. threw it down the hole. It, igni- it ignited, and they thought, we'll wait a couple of hours, and it should be gone. And it's still burning right now. I was going to say, and now <laughs> it is 2022. <laughs> but yeah, Centralia was the coal mines that yeah. caught fire. Yeah, actually. and yeah. that are still not that burning, was the but Hill smoldering. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. Which I completely forgot. And, you know, it's been a couple of weeks since we talked about him. One of the things that was at Zach Bagan's museum. Uh-huh. Did you ever see the movie Silent Hill? Yeah, both of them. Do you remember the artwork? Like the painting 
of when they're the little girl. There's like a painting of the little girl being like tortured or whatever. Yeah. Never seen it. He has that painting in his museum. What a freak. He is. I mean, like that's cool not in a cool way all. either, Zach Bagans. I mean, if I remember right, that's a really gruesome painting. Yeah. Which, you know, it's one thing to have like. A piece of horror film memorabilia. No, no, that one is. It is listed as from the movie. I know, but everything else in his museum is like supposedly the most haunted object in the world. There's there's actually a room. Nah, he's got lots of shit. Yeah, there was actually an entire room dedicated to Ghostbusters. Yeah. And it had like Ghostbusters memorabilia. Okay. Yeah. But then Zach Bagans is just, he's just, he is just a person who is really into horror type shit. Who is also a con man. Yeah. Right. And see, it's the con man part that pisses me off about him. Uh Uh-huh. Because it would be one thing if he had this really cool museum where he was like, hey, check it out. People say that this box houses a Dybbuk, which is this like really cool piece of folklore from uh, Yeah, but he's not doing doing a Ripley's. Right. Yeah. He's like, no, it really is haunted. Look at all these different cases into that we have to have risk. it in. Yeah. It is at your own risk to enter this place. Abandon you all ask faith. the doll for a picture. <laughs> right. It's that Fuck whole you. Shit. I just gave Don <laughs> shit eating his grin. <laughs> I wasn't taking chances. I'm just saying. It's that yeah, but plays that's the it thing, up though, like a like, fucking that's scam. That's fun. That's fun. And he could have, you could have had that same experience if he's like, People say yeah. if the yes. but he's like no this doll is fucking alive yeah and, and there like, was a room the, what was the doll's name Cindy was the doll's name Cindy Robert or, no no you're talking that Robert the dolls in Key West that's a different yeah one. yeah uh, God what was his name I can't remember the doll's name but when you enter the room you have to say hello to the doll mm-hmm. and then as you leave you have to say goodbye yeah otherwise she's gonna fuck you up give you a heart attack I'm sure. You know, but again, not a taking ghost the chance, stroke, if you will, a ghost stroke. Exactly. And it all coming comes back. soon to a dispensary near you. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Got one more story here. Uh, working the time out just fine. All right. So this last one's called the lethal hospital room. Yeah, we're like professionals now, Don. I know. So the <laughs> nursing staff of the intensive care unit in a hospital in Johannesburg dreaded Friday mornings. I just got to say real quick before this story gets weird. Johannesburg is like a cool, it's a good name for a place. It is a place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, I'm just saying it's a good name for one. It's a good name for a place and it just is good. Okay. Week after week. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> it was just a fun interaction. <laughs> I thought he was saying they should name a city after that. No, like, no, no. I was one. saying it's, South it's Africa. cool. It's, yeah, it's cool that South Africa's got good names. I don't know. I mean, they did a whole bunch of other shit that's not not oh, cool yeah. at all, even a little bit. But you know, naming is one thing. Still trying to find Coney. So I have no idea what that means. Coney twenty twelve, bitch. <laughs> There's a he, whole... was a, he was a he was the general of a child army. He was kidnapping kids. Probably still doing it, making probably them dead. fight. He might be. He was probably dead when that was happening because like all of like that got really big. But he hadn't like been spotted or active in a long time at that point. Well, that whole thing way. was a scam. You know? Oh, that, for right? sure. Yeah. yeah. No. Yeah. Like like the. The dude ended up like stripping naked and running down the street because he like couldn't handle the stress of everything he had gotten himself into. He had a whole nervous breakdown. Hey guys, 
Don't do shit that's going to make you fucking have a mental breakdown in public. Well, I mean, I wouldn't simplify it that much, but that dude I mean, was running a scam that made him have a mental breakdown. Don't run scams, yeah. man. There's much easier ways you to get You will money. have a mental breakdown if you run a scam like There's that. There's so that's for it's sure. listen, it's so much easier to make money than that. It really is. All you got to do DoorDash pays really well. You ain't even <laughs> got to do that. It, you all you got to do is fucking find anything, a sticker or a button that you can make or buy very cheap and just sell that shit on the corner. Eventually, We're Etsy fuck. Yeah, eventually you'll get enough to buy a different product, sell that for more. Like do it takes so much less time than a scam, you guys. And if you're really lazy, just buy a couple of microphones cheap and start a podcast. Buy a fucking yeah. food truck. <laughs> No, food trucks are hard businesses to start. They're they're not hard. You got a lot of overhead on a food truck. Mm, they're not hard to start. They're hard to maintain until you're making money. Dude, maintenance maintenance is rough way, on those food trucks. Way less way less than buying a restaurant though, but That's true. That's true, but like my favorite food truck here on the island, I, shout honestly, out indulge. Oh yeah? Yeah, oh, so good, dude. I, there's a couple that I need to try. One they got they got burgers with fried cheese on them ruin my life and i thank them for it that sounds awful you should come to lanyap though because on wednesdays we have burgers and last wednesday we had the pig and mac burger and it was just a patty with some american cheese some pulled pork and some mac and cheese on that shit some kind of good it was fucking delicious it was really fucking good are you are you advertising right now? Are they yes, paying you? bitch? Come me, come to Lanya, <laughs> eat our food and then pay me and also our kitchen <laughs> All right, so so week if after week. If you can spell that and you find me, I'll give you a sticker. <laughs> like, for real. Week after week, whoever was placed in room 713 would be found dead first thing on Friday. Oh, no. The hospital administrators launched an extensive investigation of the room, from the air conditioning ducts to the single electrical outlet that powered the life support system. But the investigators found no sign of airborne viruses, no trace of faulty wiring, no indication of power surges. Nothing. In fact, one investigator commented on the cleanliness of room 713. They don't just clean the floors, he said. They polish them. That's the lucky number followed by the unlucky number. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, it's got to mean something. It's got to mean something. <laughs> yeah. And you know what? 713. You add them together. Fuck me. It's 11. <laughs> <laughs> Because if you split seven in half and you give half of it to the 13 and then you subtract yeah, in some weird way, what you get to is a numerology or Eric number that means 11. Yep. Well, no, it actually does add up to 11. Seven plus seven three plus, three plus one. one. Oh. Is eleven. <laughs> I was doing thirteen plus seven. It's way easier than it's way. way, way I was, I was, I was going to go like way roundabout. <laughs> yep, yep. Which yep. I mean is the right path to go for a weird for a numerology stupid conspiracy yeah. theory. Right, yes. yeah. Yeah. So if the investigators were baffled, the staff of the intensive care unit was uneasy. What was going on in room seven thirteen? Urban legend. <laughs> eleven letters. Yes. In the absence of any rational explanation for the strange deaths. The nurses decided... Yeah. Okay, good. <laughs> Look, take the S off. Five, six. Ah, okay, cool. Because <laughs> that's how words work. I see. 
Are you counting? <laughs> I, counting- I was counting. No, I was counting the letters in two towns over. Oh yeah, 12. yeah, 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 yeah. It's twelve. I counted that last week, bud. <laughs> There's a lot of counting on fingers that happens in this studio. <laughs> So, in, we, like I said, we're professionals. Yes. In, the absence, <laughs> in the absence of any rational explanation for the strange deaths, the nurses decided among themselves that they would no longer assign patients to room 713. But one day... That's in, the sex room now, for yeah. sure. Or the drug one. But or one the day, nap in, one in or a the hospital. Nap one. Hey, hey, in a hospital, all three of those rooms are the same are the room. Same room. <laughs> Sometimes at the same time. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Uh huh. But one day, intensive care became so crowded that. Hey, new- shouts out to nurses, though, for real. Y'all do not get any credit like, <laughs> no. at all. You should. For real, though? Well, no, they got a lot of credit in 2020. They just didn't get anything besides. No, they credit. didn't. They got. They got lip service. Oh yeah, like, right. they got credit, but they yeah, didn't I got get that in retail too. Credit. But none yeah. of it fucking matters. Yeah, no, I was a hero too, guys. Yeah. I were, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Fuck that. There's so legit. I was playing Dying Light too, and just walking around. And one of like the candid things that I hear one of the guys like just on a rooftop say is, "Nurses and doctors always were the real heroes, even before the plague in 2020." <laughs> and I was like, "Huh? Wait, what?" <laughs> yep. Yeah, bud. So, uh, one day intensive care became so What crowded. game? Dying Light 2. What? Yeah. One second. Hold on. Well, hold, I gotta look that up. <laughs> this is gonna be a long midweek. It uh-huh. is. <laughs> okay, so intensive care became so crowded they had to have a choice. Someone would have to go into room 713. Oh, that was 2021. Never mind. Early on Thursday evening, the senior nurse on the night shift assembled her staff. Tonight, we're all going to take a one-hour shift in room 713. I've worked out a schedule. No nurse leaves that room for any reason. If the experts can't figure out what's going on, then we'll solve this mystery ourselves. That is not a good plan. Hey. (laughs) (laughs) Hour after hour, all night long, the nurses took their turns sitting in the patient room 713. By nine in the evening, all the visitors had gone home. By midnight, even the most restless parents, patients, sorry, were asleep. (laughs) No, they weren't. The only sound in room 713 was the gentle hum and hiss of the life support system. The last shift in the room ended at 6. It was Friday morning, and the patient in room 713 was alive. The nurse, who had, who had had the last watch of the night, stood, yawned, and stretched. She wished good morning to the cleaning lady who was rolling her floor polisher into room 713. As the nurse headed to the lounge for a cup of coffee, the cleaning lady reached down to the room's only electrical outlet. She unplugged the cord that ran to the life support system and plugged in her floor polisher. The whir of the polisher drowned out any other sounds in the room. The cleaning lady did not hear the patient convulse on his bed. Why should she? She had never heard any of the others. Wow. Do you know why that story is false? Why? Because I got... Listen. I would be able to find the news story. Right. Not only that, but like... I don't know if you know this. You can't just walk into a hospital and get a job as a janitor. There are like safety that you have to have like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I also somehow don't believe that you can just simply unplug a, a life support machine. Yeah. It's got to be a dedicated plug that has warnings on it for sure. Yeah. Plus, it's, also, I bet you don't let a cleaning lady with a fucking floor polisher into a room with a patient. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. I love the fact you were trying to debunk an urban fucking legend. That's what we do here. <laughs> Don, that's my job. I, <laughs> Plus, I've been in the hospital a few times. There's yes. More than one plug. Yes. That's, yes. 
There's a lot. People There's gotta many. charge phones in there exactly. when they're visiting relatives. There are so many plugs in a hospital. It's actually a little bit dangerous. It's like, <laughs> yeah. come on. I mean, hell, even the bed is plugged in, so you can move yes. it up and down. Unplug the bed. Right. Right. <laughs> Don't unplug the machine that is beeping, telling you this person is still alive. <laughs> still alive. And yet again. I really don't feel like you can just pull that out of the wall. Like, mm. there's no way, right? Well, I know that... You can. Can you, you really? Yeah, I mean, but it's, like he said, it's a dedicated plug. And yeah, it's like a red-ass... Yeah, it's red or orange. It's like red and orange, and it's got, like, warning stripes on it. Mm-hmm. But um, any other things on this before we move on? You shouldn't be able to just unplug that. We know. <laughs> we know, Josh. It, sh- it should be like through the wall into a special, um, like, untouchable plug where you would have to literally cut it with scissors. Or set it to where if you try to unplug it, it shocks you. Ooh, true. Yeah, there you go. And then you die. Yeah. If you're dumb enough to unplug a life support system in a hospital, you probably You got to go with them. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> Gotta but be a what two about? For one. But like, the, see, but then that makes that makes a sometime a very hard decision, um, also dangerous. <laughs> so maybe you've got to get the doctor to come in with like the special electrician glove. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's just a it's just a rubber um, dish like a yeah, dishwashing dish glove, glove. That's all. Yeah. But it's it's the same color as the scrubs mm-hmm, mm-hmm. instead. Yeah, I don't want scrubs. Scrub is a guy that can't get no love from me. Mm-hmm. He doesn't ride safely in his car. Hanging out the side of his best friend's ride. It's not even his car, Don. I know. Yeah. I'm saying. He's trying to holler at me, and I can't have it. <laughs> I got to tell you all, I used to play that song on Beat all Saber the all the time. No, dude, I would get down to that song Oh, on no, Beat dude, Saber. I used to bump that shit driving down the highway, dog. Oh, for sure. Uh, like... Hanging out the passenger side of my best friend's ride. Bitch. I don't give a shit. That song bumps. How sad is it? One of the memories I still have of high school was when I was in visual arts class and we were like um, processing film. Uh, what we learned to do was how to develop film. Yeah, I learned how to and do that I in was school in, too in Colorado. Um, we were in the uh, red room, the dark, what's it called? <laughs> yeah, dark, dark room. room. Dark room. Um, and the song Ain't Too Proud to Beg mm-hmm. by TLC was on. Sweet. And it was edited radio because uh-huh. the line was 12 inches or a yard rock hotter if he's sagging well that couldn't play <laughs> on the, the radio and it was like and i remember one of the girls that was in the room she got like all excited because she knew the new line and i was like okay you know i wasn't allowed to listen to the music i listened to whenever i was with girls <laughs> <laughs> but apparently i look like a serial rapist but we're gonna let that go god <laughs> damn it <laughs> It's the callback joke we live for the callback This is why jokes. I don't fucking follow the news. <laughs> <laughs> it ruins jokes. The news ruins jokes. The news ruins my jokes. All right. So with that uh, being said, we're going to close down the cafe and uh, everybody head home. Real quick, though, you, did, you were talking about listening to music around girls. And for me, the attitude that I have about my music... Um, when people are around me is the same attitude that Anderson Pack describes in his song Suede. Uh, you gonna listen to this Marvin? You gonna listen to this Bloodstone? Period. You gonna listen to what the fuck I'm listening to? Because otherwise, you can get the fuck out of my car or my house. <laughs> Sorry. I looked out for the most part. I have someone that will listen to what I listen to. 
She yeah. just I think that's the secret. Me too. Cat's totally fine with it when I want to bump Wu Tang. Yeah, while but, we're door dashing around, or the if town. I want to listen to some Disney jams, or dude. if immediately <laughs> I walk into the house and I'm like, "Hey Google, play Peaches by Presidents of the United States." Peaches. Get out of the car. We've been listening to like the entire Wu Tang discography for the last six hours, and. <laughs> Then we jump in and it's like, move into the country, gonna eat me a lot of peaches. Just straight one to the other. Oh, yeah. My, oh, God, my playlist, my like songs on Spotify, there are some fucking brick walls. It'll go from Jimmy Buffett to Slipknot to Marvin Gaye or Otis Redding. My, okay, I'm gonna read you the first few songs on my liked playlist real quick, okay? I've got, um, I got a few Luther Vandross songs up top. I got Take You Out. The radio edit. I've got If Only For One Night. And then I've got The Closer I Get To You with the Queen Bee. Bay Once. <laughs> Bay Once. It followed immediately by I'm a Thug by Trick Daddy. <laughs> a song called Aeroplane by Tom Dooley, which is just a lo-fi hip-hop jam. Then I have two songs by this person called Eternal Raijin. And they're both Bleach remixes. One called uh, La Espada and the other one called Hueco Mundo. Um, a little bit further down, I go from Come and Get Your Love by Redbone to Just Dippin' by Snoop Dogg. <laughs> Dude, I go like Sorority Noise, Art School Wannabe, which is like just a really, really emo acoustic song. Uh-huh. Straight to like Fucked Reality by Choking Victim, which is like nice. hardcore, hardcore punk. Nice. And then straight from there, we go right into like Communism in Space by the Window Smashing Job Creators. We like that. Which is, which is really like weird, folky. Like <laughs> I found another one. So I've got, I found another spot. I go from... Enemy, you know, the Imagine Dragons one with Jid. Oh, my God. To Boss Wave, a song by Xylent, an artist from YouTube from 12 years ago, who is just, <laughs> it was just video game dubstep. That's how I learned how to get into, like, that's how I got into, like, Wax. Yeah. I really like Wax. Then I have Jules and Bubblin', both by Anderson Pack. Then I have Bad and Bougie, but not the original one. I've got the William Singe remix, which is just, like, an R&B cover. Uh, and then I have a song called Japanese Denim by Daniel Caesar, another like R&B slow jam. And then I've got No Flex Zone by Carmen and Watsky. Dude, such a good song. That song slaps. Yeah, it does. Here's, I, here's I can rap both of their parts. Yeah, bud. I have I'm Afraid of Americans by we David Bowie. We did it together once, remember? I think, yeah, we did. I got Sorry. I'm Afraid of Americans by David Bowie. I got <laughs> Perfect Circle, Pussifer, The Cult, Violent Femmes. Oh, fuck yeah. What Violent Femme uh, song? Blister in the Sun. Oh, of course. Uh, Pulse, pu- what did you say? Pu- pu- what is it? Pussifer. Pussifer sounds like a lot like the trend right now of putting ussy at the end of words. <laughs> it does. It does. <laughs> well, the joke is it's it's Maynard's other band. He's got three bands. Maynard James Keenan, uh-huh. Tool, Perfect Circle, and Pussifer. Pussifer is his solo work. And the whole joke is he says his name's band's called Pussifer. People say, what's Pussifer? He says, putting a dick in or for fucking, something like that. Ah, the joke. Pusses are for fucking. Yeah. Gotcha. But oh, yeah. I got yeah. Uh, <laughs> Tribe, called, Tribe Called Quest. Nice. Uh, Deftones. Nice. And then the Spin Doctors. Hell yeah. <laughs> Bob Seger. Right, Journey, Asia. I mean, I'm all over yeah, the place. Bud, yeah, but hell yeah. 
I even got some old school country like Kenny Rogers and shit. But hell yeah, I've been listening to a lot of Stevie Wonder re- recently again. True, but that shit gonna... slaps harder than anything that's out right now. Still, okay, we need to get everybody out of the cafe. We're gathered around the jukebox. <laughs> we have to close the cafe down. I'm not done with my drink. <laughs> well, continue your drink with the next episode because you're gonna need it. And on that note, I've been done. I've been Josh. Fuck me, I've been Ruben. <laughs> we'll see you later. Bye.